Welcome to the most unoriginally named podcast, Taco Tuesday. There are many like it. This one is ours. That voice you hear is my co-host, Denise. Hi. And whether this is your first or your 77th time here, thanks for hanging out. We're a weekly podcast about nothing. Mm -hmm. Last week, we talked about the Avocado Festival, the 36th annual Carpinteria California Avocado Festival. Yep. Number one in all the nation and all the world. Yep. That's what the website says, I think. Don't quote me on that. Denise, what are we talking about this week? This week, we are talking about grief pills. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Is okay. that going to be the name of the episode, Good Grief? Oh, that yeah, that's a good idea. What is that? What, what does that expression mean? I've always wondered. Do you know? Uh, You're the Charlie Brown expert here, so. I feel like it's Putting like... Putting on the spot. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> is that what that means? I thought it well, was kind of like... Isn't it sarcasm? Because you're saying good grief. You know what I mean? But but people used to talk weird back in the day. So I feel like <laughs> they said weird things, you know? Uh-huh. But yeah, I always thought it was sarcasm. Mm. I I have no idea. English is my second language, so there's a yeah. lot of these little sayings look it up. that I don't understand. I'll look it up, but I could have sworn he was just being sarcastic. That's your homework for next week. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to follow up on that, okay? Okay. I'm do it right now. <laughs> uh, so, While you Denise, talk. <laughs> Denise, if you could... Oh, so, basically, the premise of the show... I forgot. Where, where did I see this? I don't know. I forgot. I f- I'm sure I saw it somewhere. I'm sorry if I'm not giving credit where I need to give credit. But the premise is, if you could take a pill which would take away the feelings of grief, would you? And if so, how soon after a death or whatever would you take them? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... One thing that I realized is that I wasn't really sure what a good amount of time to grieve a death is or like to mourn or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, you know what? Let me do a little research for the pod. You know, we're, we're not known for our research around here. But I was like, I feel like this, this episode warrants it, right? Mm-hmm. So we recently had, you know, the death of the queen, blah, 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 whatever. And well, go ahead. No. Oh, it looked like you were going to say no, something. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah. And the United Kingdom had a 10-day national period of mourning. Um, and I understand national days of mourning are different from, like, say, like traditions or something like that. Um, but I actually found a Wikipedia page that listed all the, different, um, all the different national days of mourning that different nations had, which I was like, who even came up with the idea of, like, keeping track of this or whatever? But yeah, it's on Wikipedia. And it was only from 2000 to now, right? So mm-hmm. from the year 2000 to now. And for the most part, it was anywhere between one day to 40 days with maybe like one to seven being kind of like the norm and then 40 being kind of like a little bit of an outlier there, only like a handful of countries actually observing 40 days. Um, I thought one good, I guess, what would you call it? Measuring stick? Control? I don't know. Is 9-11, right? Because I feel like 9-11 was like the biggest, you know tragedy that happened you know here in america in in recent memory right so denise do you know how many national days of mourning were observed after the attacks of september 11th uh 11 days i don't know 911 (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, no only one 
What? Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, really? I I kind of I was like, yeah, I think so. I I do remember there that's was America like for you. There was like oh, like national days of prayer and all this stuff. There was like one national day of prayer where like you were supposed to put out a candle or something on your front porch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what if I don't have a front porch? This is racist. Thanks, thanks, America. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, that was only one. Uh, the one that observed the most days was North Korea observing 1,110 days after the death of Supreme Leader Kim Jong-il. 13 of those days were, you know, the official period in which all entertainment and music were suspended. What? Yeah, so like nobody partying, bro. No entertainment, no music. All the theaters were closed. Everything was closed. Damn. Um, Another outlier was Thailand. They observed 365 days after the death of um, their king in 2016. It had the name of the king, but it was really... I, I was like, I'm not going to be able to say this. So if people want to look it up, they can look it up. Um, anyways, so those are national days of mourning, right? Then more traditional things, right? So in Greece, mothers and widows uh, wear all black and close male relatives do not shave for 40 days. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, dang, that's that's a long time. I wish. No. It, that would just look terrible. Imagine people that can't grow a beard. <laughs> it's like, dude, like you look crappy as hell. Uh, in Portugal, and uh, some of these I'm wondering, like, if people actually still observe them or whatever. But in Portugal, a widow is to wear all black for the rest of her life. Damn. Yeah. So no more sexy time after that. That's it. No more. It's like, well, you're damaged goods, so hmm? that's that. Uh, in China, the family grieves for 100 days, starting directly after the funeral. And in Tibet, rituals and prayers are performed for 49 days. And then while doing this research, I came across some fun facts. Because who doesn't love fun facts, right? Fun facts. Fun facts, baby. Uh, A lot of Asian cultures wear white instead of black to signify mourning. Mm. In China, uh, family of the deceased will not wear any jewelry during the period of mourning. Uh, No red, because, you know, in Chinese, that's like a celebratory color, I guess, or something. Guests of the funeral are given an envelope with a coin and a piece of candy as a gift from the deceased. So I guess Chinese people are just really into envelopes, right? They have the little red envelopes during the Chinese New Year. And then during periods of mourning, you get a little white envelope. Uh, In the Philippines, and this one I was kind of like, ugh, I don't know. I don't know how far back this tradition goes. And I don't know how popular and balming, you know, human remains is in the Philippines. I would imagine maybe not that popular because they're not, they're considered like a developing country, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But in the Philippines, you're supposed to uh, display the body of the deceased for nine days. And this is usually done at the family home. During that time, you're not supposed to sweep or anything like that. And also relatives should not bathe or comb their hair in the vicinity of the deceased. So Denise is like, dude, I love that. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I'm moving to the Philippines. <laughs> I never comb my hair, you guys. So I, yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I'm sure like one day after like, the deceased person is there. You're like, dude, this is kind of smelling a little funky now. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't imagine living there. A fun fact, additional fun fact, and this I just remembered right now. My coworker, he used to work for a hospital. He was a patient transporter. And it was funny because we were actually talking about this earlier in the week. So he was a patient transporter. And the job description just kind of said patient transporter, yada, 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 yada. <laughs> but apparently, deceased people are also considered patients still. Yeah. So they didn't mention this to him until he kind of got the job and it was like kind of like his first day. And they were like, oh, okay, da, 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 da. So you got the job, yada, yada, yada. 
And then the person helping, I guess the HR representative or whoever, they were like, oh, by the way, I hope you're not like, you know, like dead people don't like freak you out or anything like that. And he's just kind of like, uh, why? <laughs> and they're like, well, because you're going to have to transport those too, like every now and then, right? And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so according to him, once the person dies, like they want, like they'll obviously give the family some time to be with, with you know, the, the body or whatever. But the most they'll give them is usually two hours. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Because he said usually by the third hour, like your brain matter kind of starts leaking out through like <gasps> your nose and stuff. Damn. Yeah. So I can't imagine nine days. Yeah. If the body hasn't been like embalmed or something. You know what I mean? Who did we know? Was it Seaflow's friend? What? That worked for the coroner's office. And like he would, like he messed up his back. I think it was Seaflow's friend. It was yeah, on the other right? podcast, right? They were like a yeah, guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then also Pat. Well, no, Patrick used to be a grave digger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Patrick. I don't know if he listens to this. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so anyways, so those were all the fun facts. And now I think we can, we're better prepared, right? To talk about whether or not you should take uh, grief pills, right? So Denise, now that you have all these facts and since I've been talking for so long, what, what's your stance on that now? I like being sad. <laughs> so <laughs> Denise I is would, a sad girl. I wouldn't, I don't think I would take grief pills I'm depressed, dude, and I don't take antidepressants. They're never like, so I can't imagine taking like grief pills unless it was really, really affecting my income. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that's what it all comes like, down to. With that's Denise. what it comes down to, dude. Like, if I couldn't work, then I might have to consider taking them because I need my money. Yeah. Obviously, wherever I saw this, they didn't really go into detail about like what the details are of the drug or whatever. Yeah, because I that was my question. I was like, well, how does this work? And I know it's like, well, we don't know how it works. because It's imaginary. Right. Like it's made up. It's hypothetical. Right. Oh, hypothetical. Good on you, Rod, because you're really horrible at these. I'm a hypothetical boy. Because it's like, is it just like an antidepressant? Like, right yeah yeah so okay so yeah so let's say it was it worked like an antidepressant or what the fuck let's say it worked like an antidepressant or like uh you know pain reliever or something where the effects only last for a certain amount of time and then you have to re-up or whatever so it's just like a mood changer or like a calming yeah like not a memory eraser yeah yeah so if it was not that, like a numbing pill or anything yeah, like, yeah yeah or it's not or, like you take it once and then boom like that's it it automatically it's gone forever and you never think about it yeah, again yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean so let's say it was like uh, you take it once and it's over and that's it. You never feel it again. Would you still take it even if... Because you mentioned you like being sad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then if that was the case, even if it was affecting your income, would you still take it? Or you'd be like, nah, fuck it. I'd, I'd seriously have to consider it. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of other things to be sad about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Depends how fast I, I found another Sancho, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I feel, yeah, like I just, it's not something that I would, I would take. So I thought if it kind of worked like a painkiller or an antidepressant, it would be super handy, especially if you don't have a support system and mm -hmm. you're kind of dealing with a death all on your own, like, you know, funeral arrangements and all that stuff. I think it would come in very handy if people have been listening, if, you know, all the spaghetti lovers out there, you know, you've been listening for a while, you know how we feel about the, the death industry and funeral homes and funeral services and all that. So I think it would definitely be beneficial to take them right away, especially when you're having it. If, if it's just like, you know, a short amount of time, you know, that it lasts. Because then, yeah, you could deal with like the funeral home and not succumb to their predatory practices, I guess. Or, yeah, like, you know, if it's affecting your job or whatever, you could just take it, you know, while you're at work or whatever. And then you can be a sad girl when you see your home. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe like if it was that, like I would probably consider that. Like if it was like Tylenol or whatever, where I could like take it before I go to work and just like get through work, make my money and then come back and be sad. Then yeah. So, okay. So that's kind of how I feel about if it was related to like a death or something, right? Yeah. Uh, what about for like the death of a pet or let's say you had like a bad breakup or something or like a divorce and you could also use it for that. Would you consider it then or? Um, and then, oh, and this is what we talked about, like with a pet, like maybe like you don't understand, like my dogs are like my everything. Like even when like Cody died, it was like, oh, like, yeah, that was, that was pretty hard for me i don't know breakups like not so much because this is where when someone screws me over or whatever not so much like relationships or whatever like in breakups like in guy girl like sexual relationships i guess i don't know like i don't know what you call them (laughs) um no like my that's where my creativity comes from oh you're taylor swift yeah not no (laughs) I'm no, trying well, to, I mean, yeah, I the, guess a lot of a lot of songs. Didn't we talk about like I'm tortured artists about the, and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the tortured artist thing that Open Mike Eagle said. You know what I mean? How he didn't want to get therapy or whatever because then... Oh, yeah, it was you a know, self-care episode. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Did we talk about Open Mike Eagle? No, we didn't. I don't think we, we didn't touched mention, on that. We didn't mention the whole tortured artist thing. But it came from that. Like, I feel like that episode came from Open Mike Eagle or whatever and him talking about being a tortured artist and like if he went to therapy or like took antidepressants or whatever it's like would you still be able to produce that you know what i mean yes that make your art your, make do your art and produce that content or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah i don't i don't think i would you wouldn't yeah no okay well i thought it would come in handy like if the breakup was very one-sided or there was like some infidelity or something and the one person is just like all broken up about it Meanwhile, the other person already moved on and they're like, you know, living their best life, posting mm-hmm. pictures on social media and all this shit. I feel like it would come <laughs> in handy if you had that because then you could just, you just be like, you would be able to see it more clearly. Cause but is example, that what the drug does? Like gives well, you rational it's hypothetical. thinking? It's hypothetical. Like, we don't know what it does. But makes you a rational person, not fucking crazy ass. <laughs> the, way, the, way I would, the way I would think about it is, okay. If you're not like, you're, then you should take it all the time, like, so that you can better yourself for the next relationship. I don't know, like uh, the way that I was thinking is, you know, if you have a friend who's going through a bad breakup or whatever, and you can see how that's affecting them, but at the same time, you're looking at it from outside the relationship. So to you, you're like, dude, this person was a shit person from the beginning. Like, maybe they were you? the shit person. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying in, in this in like in this particular not not a particular case, but just if this was the situation where you would just be like, hypothetically, yes, yes, where you're just like, this is good, this is good, dude. Like, like he cheated on you, right? Like, like look at it this that way, guy. like fuck this person, like find someone better. So it, I in my head, the pill would give them that clarity where they would be able oh, to okay. see the relationship from outside of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they would be like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, this, look at this fucking asshole person. Like, they did X, Y, and Z. And like, yeah, like, fuck them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to like a divorce and like the legal side of things, then maybe it would make divorces not so nasty because they would take away that like emotional baggage that brings that nastiness sometimes. Um, especially if there are like children involved in things like that. I guess. Maybe, maybe it would benefit that. Um, so, yeah. Would you condone, and this is probably no, because this is already kind of, it, it already kind of touches on it or whatever, but um, I thought it would be fun in case any other spaghetti lovers out there want to slide into them DMs. <laughs> That's fun, right? 
Would you condone more extreme measures like memory erasure? So think eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Did or... you say memory erasures? Yeah, like multiple ones. What? Memory erasure? Is, is that what it's called? Well, I mean, erasure is a word, isn't it? Oh. How would you say it? Memory <laughs> deletion? No, I don't know. Like, are you trying to say... <laughs> Is erasure an actual word that actual, I'm just like? It's erasure? in my notes, and it doesn't have a little thingy that says that's not a word. <laughs> I thought it was memory eraser. That's an eraser, dude. <laughs> an eraser is an eraser. Erasure then, is the process of erasing something. I didn't know this. This is new information to me. Well, there you go. Okay. Thank Anyways. you for informing me. Yeah, no, like that just, I was like, what the fuck? Or or uh, would you do something similar to like a chip implant, like in Severance? And again, oh, a, yeah. a lot of, a, we're doing a lot of deep cuts right here. A lot of callbacks for all the spaghetti lovers. So if you're like, what the hell is Severance? I don't know what the hell this is. Or oh, what? Damn. Good show. You, you got to go back and listen um, to, to the full archive here. We're not going to tell you which episode, so just go back and listen to all of them. But yeah, would you, I, I feel like you already would say no because you like being a sad girl, right? Wait, can you repeat the question? Because I got really distracted by that word. <laughs> so would you condone erasing memories or installing a microchip that separates certain unwanted memories from like your normal memories so that you can just be like a normal human being and not no. have to worry about that baggage? No, because on top of just I like being a sad girl or whatever, I really do feel those experiences and those memories like being with that person can change a person for better or for worse or whatever you know what i mean oh that's and true. what's and again like eternal sunshine on the spotless mind what's to stop you from reliving those memories like forgetting i that you knew this person and then bumping into that person again and then going through that all over again you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so and even though some people you know they're just like it's like force of habit and they go through the same fucking relationships with different people and it's just toxic you know mm-hmm um that happens too or whatever they don't just they don't learn i mean yeah no i just don't think that's a good idea i think you learn and you grow as a person hopefully that's a good point yeah like the whole like you learn from your mistakes kind of thing right yeah if you have no mistakes to learn from then you just yeah that's that's a good point repeating it over again so that's a good point that's a good point and then also i feel like those experiences kind of make you into the person that you become in a certain way right yes hopefully sometimes it's for the better like you said like learning from your your mistakes but then also makes you like a more interesting person mm-hmm. like you have more cool stories to share <laughs> otherwise you just be like a boring person that's like oh yeah no my life's awesome like i don't remember any bad things ever happening to me you know what i mean yeah 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 but that could also be a defense mechanism so anyway no that's true yeah 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 so there you go so now for like the, the the question of the day what are some other things you wish had a quick and easy uh pill fix right like you just take a pill and then boom now obviously like make it fun if we don't want to say like cancer and like other like serious illnesses because obviously like yeah we would wish like you could just take a pill for that but uh but yeah no more more fun things do you have any well, right now, just because I'm I'm dealing with it right now, <laughs> I wish I could take a pill that would make my back pain go away. Oh, that's like okay, you, can't, like ser- you can you can. It's called Advil, illness? and you don't you refuse to take it because it doesn't so, work. Really? It do- I mean, it helps a little bit, but it doesn't work. But also, yeah, I think I think that that kind of goes against my whole like make it something fun because yeah, yeah, it's like well, obviously, like yeah, if I could cure back pain like yeah i would do that i really really thought we were gonna be on the same page right now and then like you were gonna be feeling this right now 
What is it? Uh, there should be a pill to take <laughs> if you have to poop, <laughs> and you just take it, and you don't have to poop anymore. And it like makes your poop disappear. <laughs> so, like, say, like that movie? <laughs> no, that's vapor vaporize or whatever. Yeah, but it makes your poop no. disappear. No, that that's like a spray that makes poop disappear or Where whatever. Where does the poop go? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But you said it makes your poop disappear. Yeah. So like, say you're like, I don't know, you're giving like a, a presentation or whatever, uh-huh. like, and it's like you're about to go up, but then you get this sudden urge to poop, right? So I, have, just, I have a nervous butthole. Yeah. this I know. This is why you, they should make this for you, <laughs> specifically for you. So you just take the, the pill and then like it makes your your poop go away like you don't even have to poop anymore like the urge to poop goes away like it empties out your stomach like, how does it empty it out this is hypothetical and this is why you're I horrible feel, i feel like you're taking it too far no why i feel like just taking away the because a lot of times you don't actually have to poop it's just the feeling so then you go and then you don't actually poop you know what i mean because it's just the feeling of like oh my god i'm gonna shit my pants but a lot of times you don't even have shit because you just already shit you're just speaking for yourself <laughs> right, right right but i'm saying it's like I don't want to not poop, but I just want to not poop in that instance, in that specific moment. I would still want to be able to poop after. Really? Because a lot of people, I mean, argue that like poop is bad for the world or whatever, like all oh, like, well, the yeah, me- like the methane or whatever. So why not give that to like cows, give that to you, just give it to everyone. So like there's no more poop anymore. <laughs> it just evaporates. I, like it with just no gets methane. reabsorbed into your yeah. bloodstream and then yeah. we all have like blood poisoning. No. Anyways. <laughs> Okay. But yeah. Right. Anyways, so yeah, a no poop pill. That's a good one. All You're right. Welcome. <laughs> well, uh, if, if you want to let us know uh, what your uh, preferred pill would be, slide into them DMs, everybody. I'm not going to play the theme again because we already did it. Um, but actually, I am going to play it now. We got a brand new segment called Slide Into Them DMs. <laughs> At the end of every episode, I always say, like, oh, the best way to reach the show is by email, right at lppod.com. But nobody likes to email anymore, I guess. So most people, when they reach out, they do it in the DMs. So if that's how you want to do it, that's fine, too. Whatever. We don't care. Whatever's easy. So uh, Paloma, longtime spaghetti lover, uh, she reached out when we asked, you know, how do you like your guacamole? Should it be spicy or not? Uh, she agrees that salsa should be spicy. Guacamole doesn't really matter. But if you make it spicy, it should be chunky jalapeno pieces. So people uh, can pull them out if, you know, they don't want it to be spicy. Yes, like me. So there you go. There you go. You agree with that, Denise? Boom, yes. But then that begs the question, so are you like taking out the seeds when you dice the jalapeno? Because if you are, then it's not going to be spicy anymore. And then it's like, now you're just, if you're leaving the seeds in, then even if you pick out the jalapeno, it's not going to work because like the seeds are already going to be in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anyways, so if you want to slide into the DMs, let us know. And finally today, uh, sorry, uh, we, we do have a lot of different segments. We don't usually have a lot of segments, but we have a lot of segments this week. Uh, we have special shout outs. Whoop, whoop. Denise, I'll let you give your shout out first since I've been talking so much. Oh, shout out to Israel. We got some ah, we got some mail from Israel <laughs> and he made us a little like I ha- I finally can say that I have like an Israel original. Whoop, whoop. Can I say that? Because yes. I mean, we have like his, his card that like he made that artwork or whatever. And we have a comic book with his work in it. Uh huh. Yeah. So he sent us a little taco like in, in his, his version. Like <laughs> Yeah. He basically did like a, his own version of the little Taco Tuesday radio logo. Yeah. So now we have to get it framed and put it up in the house. Yes. It's going to be worth millions of dollars one day. <laughs> it's priceless to us. This is so, true. So there you go. That's it for your shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's, it's little. 
Yes, thank you very much, Israel. That was, that was very kind of you. All right. Well, if you made it this far, thank you very much. We know there are a million different ways for you to spend your free time. And we just want to say thank you for spending a few of those minutes with us. Denise, where can people reach you? At D for Music, D-E-E-F-U-R Music. That's it. All right. And if you want to get a hold of the show, email is the way to go. That is rod at lppod.com. Now, obviously, we do have the slide into the DM segment. So if you want to do it that way, that's fine as well. And if you're a glutton for punishment, head on over to TalkingIsHard.com for even more podcasts featuring us. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye. It's T-A-L-K-Dash-O Tuesday. Tuesday.